Hello, everyone. Welcome back to、uh, Story of Buddha podcast today. Today, I will continue、um, on the、uh, Dalai Lama history, especially、um, focusing on his biography today.、Uh, last episode, I left off the demoralization process that he was、uh, involved in. So today, I will continue that. In 1992, the Central Tibetan Administration published guidelines for the constitution of the future, free Tibet. It proposed that when Tibet becomes free, the first task will be set up an interim government, whose immediate responsible will be to elect a constitutional assembly to frame and adopt a democratic constitution for Tibet. His Holiness has made clear his hopes that a future for Tibet, compromising the three the three traditional provinces of Yutang, Amdo, Kham, will be federal and democrat democratic. In May of 1990, as a result of His Holiness' reforms, the Tibetan administration in exile was fully democratized. The Tibetan cabinet, which is, which until then had been appointed by His Holiness, was dissolved along with the Tenth Assembly of the Tibetan People's Deputies. In the same year, exiled Tibetans living in India and more than 33 other countries elected 45 members to an expanded 11 Tibetan Assembly on one-person vote basis. That assembly then. Elected the members of a new cabinet in September 2001, in a further step towards demoralization, the Tibetan electorate directly elected in the Kalan Trupa, the chairman of the cabinet. The Kalan Trupa appointed his own cabinet, who then had to be approved by the Tibetan Assembly. This was the first time in Tibet. Long history that the people had elected their political leaders. Since the direct election of the Kalan Trupa, the custom by which the Dalai Lama, through the institution of Ganten Pordong, have held temporary as well as spiritual authority in Tibet, has come to an end. Since 2011. When he dissolved his political authority to elect leadership, His Holiness has described himself as retired. Peace initiatives. On the twenty-first September, on September twenty-first, nineteen eighty-seven, in an address to the member of the United States Congress in Washington D.C. His Holiness proposed a five-point peace plan for Tibet as the first step towards a peaceful solution of the worsening situation in Tibet. The five points of the plan were as follows: transformation of the whole Tibet into a zone of peace, abandonment of China population transfer policy that threatens the very existence of the Tibetan as the people. Respect for the Tibetan people's fundamental human rights and democratic freedom, restoration and protection of Tibet natural environment, abandonment of China's use of Tibet for production of nuclear weapons and dumping nuclear waste, 
commencement of earnest negotiations on future status of Tibet and relations between the Tibetan and Chinese peoples. On June 15, 1988, in an address to members of the European Parliament in Strasbourg, His Holiness further elaborates on the last point of five-point peace plan. He proposed talks between the Chinese and the Tibetans' leader to self-governing democratic political entity for all three provinces of Tibet. His entity would be association with the People's Republic of China and the Chinese government would continue to be responsible for the Tibet foreign policy and defense. All right, I think we're going to stop here. Um, I still have another like five minutes to go. So uh, how about we'll make that to be the uh, biography part three on the next uh, episode. Thank you for listening. Have a good one. Mm-hmm.